Okay. <clears throat> Today's Mitzilat Yesharim was dedicated for the Hatzlacha of the marriage of Yosef and Leah. Bezat Hashem, they should be zoichet the Shalom Bayez, Panosa, children, healthy children, good children, children that are easy to raise, Bezat Hashem, they should have a Bayez, Neeman, Bezrael, Hashem, Ulteferet. Okay, so we're in the middle of a very, very deep, fundamental, fascinating topic, extremely important. So we came out with a massive yesoid, and I'm going to bring it out like this today, a massive yesoid, that every one of our children that come from, from religious, God-fearing, good parents, People that are Bnei Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, people that belong to the Am Hakodesh, we all have children. Our children are born with certain nitiyas, with certain tendencies. The tendencies that they're born with is the tendency of Rahmanim, where they're able to identify with someone else's issues and needs. And have feelings for other people. By Shanim, they have a certain netia to be able to have a certain yirat shamayim, yirat chet. They should feel mevuyish and be able to see that there is a higher purpose and a higher power. And in that is also tsiniyut. Then we have Gomle Hasadim, where people can develop generosity and to understand that other people are important and other people's needs are important. So these are all netiyas to develop a child into something very special. This has to be nurtured. This is nurtured through Torah, through Avodah, and halicha bedrochov, going in the ways of Hashem and the midas of Hashem and gemilas chasadim, which are the three pillars. Right, the world stands on three pillars: al shloishet vorim ha'ilam ha'imed, al atirav al avodiv al gemilas chasadim. And each person in his personal life, with his personality, with his kelim, is supposed to develop into this person, and that is the manifestation that you belong to a holy nation. And this ultimately brings Kavod Shammai. And that's what our mission and job and responsibility is when we have our children, is to nurture that. Okay? However, we are in a very, very unique Galut. That's what the Goyen told us. There's one Galut called Shibud Malchis. Shibud Malchis means that we are affected by the kingdoms, for example, Babel, Yavan, Parasumadai. So they have a certain Mahalachachai. They have a certain agenda. They want to uproot the Malchus Shemayim from the world. That's a whole concept of Shibud Malchis. Right? But the error of Shibud Malchi is finished, according to what the Goyen is saying. 
Now we deal with a different issue called Seor Shebe'isa. Good morning, Chaim. Seor Shebe'isa. The Gemara says, Retzonenu la'asot retzonecha. We want to do your will, Hashem. Mima'akiv. Who's the one who gets in the way of us wanting to do the will of Hashem? Shibud Malchis. That's living subservient to the kingdoms that are anti-Hashem. So the Jewish people lived in many, many Galuyot, like we mentioned before, Babel, Yavan, Edom, right? So that was Shibud Malchis, and Seor Shebe'isa. Seor Shebe'isa is referring to Yetzel Hara. But there's also a more broad Seor Shebe'isa. The more broad Seor Shebe'isa is the Seor in the Isa. The Jewish people is the Isa. They are the Reshit And in the Jewish people there is a Seor in the Isa, which is the Erev Rav. The Erev Rav is the Seor Shebe'isa. And they are affecting the Jewish nation. Okay, that's the idea that the Goyim taught us. We read that yesterday in the Evan Shlema. He says, mm-hmm. As it says, they also have this. Okay? And he says that even when Shibud Malchis is finished, until we get rid of the Erev Rav, Shalem Kereged Asubin, Shem Devekim Bechit Ma'oid, Vehem Hapsoyla Shekeneged Yaakov. Okay? And there's other goings that also bring this concept down. Like I told you before, the Seor Shebeisa is referring to the Erev Rav. And in general, the ideology of the world around us, which is very much influenced by Amalek's way of thinking. So it's basically, it's a generation that the Galut is not a Galut of Malchus, there's no clear enemy. It's a Galut of personality. It's a Galut of culture, of philosophy of life. This is a very deep point. Because there's no clear defined enemy. You understand? And basically, there's a very deep, deep point. I want to, I want to get the Amkis. Basically, the Erev Rav have the opposite of the Midot of Klaisar Rahmanim Baishanim Vegom Lehasadim. As the going broke it down into five categories. They are Ba'ale Machloket Vilashon Hara. They're Ba'ale Ta'ava. Sevu'im means they're very image-oriented, they're not real, they're not tzanua. Rotvina harakavod, rotvina haramamon, very superficial, external, uh, self-centered, non-empathetic people, not caring about others. So it's the exact opposite of what? Rahmani baishani v'gom lehasadim. So in other words, what the going is saying, in a very simple way, it's deep but it's simple, is that our children are born with certain tendencies, good ones. 
They have the Natiya for Rachmanus in them. They have the Natiya for Baishonus in them. They have the Natiya for Gamlech Hasadim in them. But then they're born into a society that the predominant culture of society is to uproot that, those tendencies, not allow those tendencies to be nurtured properly, and to develop people that are very much similar to the way the Erev Rav is. Okay? It's a very deep point. Because that's the challenge. I'm going to try to expound on it today. Because that's the challenge of raising kids today. We want to nurture these unbelievable natiyas, these unbelievable tendencies of Klal Yisrael. But what's the, what are we challenged with? We're challenged with internal, uh, Se'or Shabi'isa, besides for our own personal Yetzirah, but the external influence of the Se'or Shabi'isa of the Erev Rav, and the general society, which I'm going to try to explain to you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does things in a very, very magnificent way that only Hashem can do. Meaning, in a general sense, when you have an enemy, right, so you could identify the enemy, he's out to kill you, you know, he's out to get you. So you have a very identifiable enemy, and you know how to fight him. But in this type of situation, <clears throat> you don't have an identifiable enemy. You just live in society. And there's so many things in culture and society, and many different things which I want to explain to you shortly, has an impact on your children's development. That's a very deep point. It has a very strong impact on your child's development. But the point of all that's going on around us in a subtle way, and not realizing that there's really an enemy out there, in a subtle way, in a secret way, in a covert way, what's happening is our kids are being exposed to a lot of different things, which is the agenda, the behind-the-scene agenda is that it should uproot the Rahmana by Shonavigam the Khasadim of our children. And we as parents, or you guys which will be parents, Hashem um, have to be aware of that and understand how to nurture and develop good kids in order that they should develop their whole personality to be the personality of Am HaKadosh. Okay? So we have to talk about this deeply. I just want to add one more dimension before I get into the into the step by step and the all these different points. I want to add another giant. There's another giant that says in Parashat Vayishlach, the the Torah discusses the encounter between Esav and Yaakov. Okay? It says it's a remez Lachaye Yisrael ben Ha'amim. Parashat Yishonai, Parashat HaGalut, Parashat Sheniyah, Mesaperet al Yaakov Avinu, Ha'chozer Al-Tsa Yisrael, Mepadan Aram, Eretz Galuto. Right? And then he talks about Ikvisa de Meshicha, which is the Tukufa that we're in right now. Okay? We're in this, this concept called Ikvisa de Meshicha. So I explain to you. The era of Shibud Malchis is finished. Now we are in what the Goyim calls the Galut of the Erev Rav, which is called Seor Shebe'isa. It's a different concept. 
Okay? And he says, as follows. It says, Vayasem et ha-shefachot v'yaldehen rishona. Yaakov Avinu put the shefachot in front with their children. And he says, Bimei ikvise de Meshicha yamdu b'roisha am tsa'etza'eha erev rav. The leaders of the generation will be the Erev Rav. And yesterday we mentioned from Rav Don Segel, B'Shem the Stipler, that the leaders of the Israeli government, which is the state that represents Judaism in this world, is led by Erev Rav. I'm not going into all the Israeli politics and policies, because you guys are very unfamiliar with all these type of things, but... We'll just take that for now, that Erev Rav means they're looking to uproot the religion from religious people, okay? And in our terms, we're saying to uproot the Rahmanim, Baishanim, Vegomle Hasadim, which needs to be nurtured with Torah and Avoid Vigmilas Chasod, okay? So this is a Kabbalah and a Messiah from the Gidolet Torah, I've seen it in many Sefarim, written from many different Gedolim, that this is what's going on in Eretz Israel. Okay? But that's called the leaders. The leaders are from the Erev Rav. And then it says, now it's not only the leaders in Eretz Israel, but it could be uh, the very wealthy, the very famous, the very uh, powerful, the very influential people. Okay? Or from the Tzetzoye Erev Rav. Then it says, And the second group, second uh, line was, So the people that become easily affected. Okay? So just to say it in a very practical way, the least influence, the least influence on the people is the Hachamim. The Hachamim and the rabbis and the ones with the Hashkafa of the Torah and the Yeshiva world have the least impact on the people. The strongest impact on the people is going to come from the secular world. The strongest impact on the Hamoin Am is coming from Erev Rav. The least Impact on the people is going to come from the Chachma Yisrael because they're in the back. They're the Shfeilim Shabbat. And this is Mafurish and Chazal. The stature and the status of the rabbis and the Chachma Yisrael is going to go very low. Okay? So this is all things that we see openly in today's society. It's not a secret. This is what's happening. So we see, we have to know the plan of Hashem. You see, Joey, you're a hatan. You're going to get married soon. Be'ezat Hashem, b'sha'at tova u'mutzlachat. You too, Shimon. Okay? So you're going to have children. Be'ezat Hashem, u'b'siyat ha'deshmai. And you're going to be raising your children in 2025 and up. Okay? Something like that. Okay? So now... You have to understand the galut that you're raising your kids in. Okay? Now you, the Bokram here, you are living in this Ikvus of the Mashiach, and you have to develop yourselves so you can develop your children. You understand? 
And I'm not Potter either, because I also have kids to raise. And I'm also Mushba from what's going on. So we all together have to understand this. Each one at the, whatever stage in life he's in. Okay? If we understand the Golos that we're in, then we understand what we need to do. So in a nutshell, the way I'm explaining it is, based on everything we've been learning, is we want to preserve, we want to preserve and nurture and develop the midas of Rahman and Bashan of the Hassan. And society, which is mushpa from Erev Rav and their shittas, is coming to uproot those netiyas of Rahmanum Gaim Lechasadim and trying to create superficial, self-centered, external, everything, everything is in the image, and precus all shamayim because you don't have busha, you can't have busha unless you agree that there's a Hashem, right? So they're removing the Hashem from the picture of the world and they're making the I. The world is about me and revolves around me. And therefore, if it revolves around me, I can't have Rachmanus on you. I can't be going Chasadim to you. I'm not a Baishan from you because you are nothing. You understand? And Hashem is nothing. And my parents are nothing. My parents are here to serve me. Okay? They brought me into this world. They didn't ask my permission. They didn't call me and say, would you like to join my family? <laughs> so you brought me here for your own Hano. Now... You are here to serve me. You created the monster. You have to feed him. You know? And you have to take care of him. It sounds funny. But it's not funny. This is the society of today. And then you see people that are very defiant. And they cannot handle authority. They're not interested in bending. There's no bitul haratzon. Right? So you're seeing a lot of this in the society today. Correct? But HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it in a way that's very, very subtle. There's a lot of subtle things that are affecting that. It begins in parenting. Parenting is one of the most um, tricky things. Because a child is born egocentric. You know what egocentric means? They think only about themselves. Okay? And only about their needs. And they can't identify with other human beings and that other people also exist, and other people also have needs, and other people also have feelings, right? And then they go into the teen years. The teen years are very dangerous years because they're trying to gain independence. So to gain independence, they don't know how to gain independence besides trying to think only about themselves, you know? So they're going through this big, big developments, big developments, and they have to learn how to have healthy self-esteem, which includes also having Rahmanis and compassion for others. I mean, not becoming Balgaivas, not becoming self-centered, obnoxious, uh, growing on other people's back, you know. But at the same time, they do have needs, and they also have to be met. It's a very complex, I'm not going to give a parenting class now, but parenting has a tremendous, tremendous effect on the midas of what your children' personality is going to develop. Tremendous. 
You understand a lot of people with extremely low self-esteem. They have no self-esteem. Because parents never really nurtured the real self-esteem. Or parents that's, that put a lot of emphasis only on external. You know, today very much that is. Today we don't talk about being uh good midot, caring person, being humble. We don't talk about that. We talk about being rich. We talk about knowing Shas. We talk about being a massive Rosh Hashiva. We talk about all kinds of external images and things like that. We don't talk about anything of substance of a true developed human being. It's not the going rate. You understand? Which creates a lot of problems. I have people, I have Bachram that come to me and say they want to be multi-millionaires, right? The reason why they want to be multi-millionaires is not because they love money so much. Because they feel like a nobody. And the only way to feel like a somebody is to be very wealthy. And then they can get their kids in school. And then they can be a Manda Omar. And then they can be a, a, you know. So we live in a very, very external image world. You understand? That's all Erev Running after money. Running after Kavod. Right? Ba'ale Machloket. Don't mess around with me, man. You get in my way, you're dead. You understand? So this is an attitude. We watch the business world. We see how it goes. We watch how people are successful. We watch where people get respect. Kids growing up in this world, he's looking around. He's got his own eyeballs. You know? sees a lot of things. And then if he wasn't nurtured properly, sometimes parents are overly uh, cautious about externality. And they try to, they don't really connect with their kids. They don't really have an emotional connection with them. They don't really care about them and understand them and respect them. But they try to promote the way they look and the way they sound and the way they, you know, a lot of different things. It's a whole sugya. So that upbringing is very dangerous. The danger of technology. Extremely dangerous. Forget about the trafe of stuff on your phones and your computers. Just the fact that it serves your will 24-7. You know? That in itself is a dangerous thing. And you don't have to deal with society. And you don't have to be socially connected with people. And be able to understand people. And think about people. And, and, and connect with human beings. And be empathetic to other people. Because you can be busy on your phone 24-7. Keeping yourself busy. And you want to have to deal with people. There's no reason to deal with people. Just just go into your own world. So all these little things of the world we live in takes out the netias of Rachmanus Baishonus Vigayim Lechasad. You understand? And then the lack of respect for Torah and the Chachmeh Torah. So now learning Torah is not such an important thing. Bitu Torah is very high. The concept of making avoiders, nobody wants to make avoiders, you know what I'm saying? At all. Even they use bitochen to get out of making avoiders. You see, they use Jewish things to make avoiders. Hashem, I'm bitochen you, you're gonna give me millions of dollars. And I'm bitochen you, you're gonna give me the easiest and the most geschmacker wife I could ever think of. And the best kids, and everything is great. Bitochen. And then we have to solidify that betochen, make a couple of donations, 
to these organizations that guarantee who knows what. And then we do all the magic tricks in the world as long as I don't have to work on myself, you know. If I'm rich, I don't have to get along with people. Everybody has to get along with me. You understand? If I have charisma, then everybody wants to go with me. Everything that you want is dangerous for you. You know, there's a study that came out somewhere, non-Jewish study, that men that are very handsome, charismatic, or girls that are very pretty, or things like that, very wealthy, and all these kind of things, these children have the highest divorce rates or the worst Shalom Bayez problems. Why is that? Because as growing up, they don't have to bend to anybody. They don't have to work on their midot, because everybody wants to be with them. Everybody thinks what they do is cool. Everything's, everything, opinion they have, everybody's masked to. So, they don't have to change. They don't have to work on themselves. So now they come into to a, to a marriage, and they don't know how to do that. They never practiced that before. You understand? So don't think all these things is like the best thing in the world. It's not the best thing in the world. If you have to learn Rachmanis, then it's nice if you come from a family with not two kids, that you have your own bedroom and a chadamah that cleans up your room and a maid that takes care of you and everything. No, 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 no. I'm not saying chas v'shom should come from a poor family, a stressful family, a traumatic family, but if you have a nice mishpacha and two, three kids have to sleep in the same bedroom and everybody has to help out a little bit in the house and you have to give up a little bit for someone else and you're not the only person in the world and you can understand that there's other people with needs, that's healthy. The Torah way is healthy. When the Torah said that you should have more than one kid or two kids, the Torah way is healthy. It's a healthy upbringing. If you're comfortable, not stressed out for money, but now wealthy, and then you're able to have a, a normal household, that's great. If a person was given the blessing of wealth, it's a blessing and it's an assignment. They have to know how to deal with that. You understand? Not so simple. I dealt with a lot of kids that their parents are very wealthy and they have a big challenge. Why? Because the, the parents understand they don't want to spoil the kids and just give them whatever they want. It's dangerous for kids, right? But kids know that the parents have money. So how do they look at it? <clears throat> they look at it their father's cheap. So they're trying to uh, manipulate him to get money out of him. And they're not taking it as education. You understand? So then we have this problem. What do we do? So not only wealthy people have problems with chinuch, everybody has problems with chinuch, don't get me wrong. But understand that there is something going on here. What's going on here is we're given children and they were born with natiyas, Jewish natiyas. We have to nurture those Jewish natiyas. But at the same time, we have to deal with all kinds of, uh, you know, influence from society and us as parents have to grow become better people and we can't live ourselves superficial lives and we have to show ourselves that we have empathy for people and we ourselves have to be going like Hasadim and we ourselves have to teach them what's the right values in life this is this is the avoid okay we have to stop here for today it's getting late